What's up, buddy? <gasps> Hi. <laughs> oh. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk into the microphone? You want to say something? <laughs> Is it night night time? Does he? Does he no, poop? He's got away from me. I have to change me. Oh, James, you pooped. You pooped your pants. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I love you, buddy. <laughs> oh, it still smells so bad back <sighs> here right now, dudes. Ah. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Format. My name is Ian McEwen, and I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Montreal beer market enthusiast, Tom Smiley, and we're here to talk about Legacy. And a little bit of limited, and a little bit of drinking, which, to explain the introduction, we ended up going to the Grand Prix in Montreal this weekend, and there was a very, very nice bar slash restaurant by the hotel that we stayed at that did a very 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 solid job rounding on the number of drinks that they put on our bill and we are greatly appreciative of the beer market yeah a plus solid service excellent pours just wonderful place all right so i know that we we had a lot of time to talk about the trip on the drive up and drive back but I had a good time, even though I knew from the moment that I looked at my pool that it wasn't going to be a great day. And it actually got a little bit worse for reasons that I'll talk about later. Yeah, you texted the group that you had a bad pool. And I looked at your pool and I thought, oh shit, this is better than my pool. And I thought I had maybe like a slightly below average pool. And it turned out that we just both had pretty bad pools, honestly. Yeah, my my spells were actually good. I had solid removal, albeit they were high costing, but that's just how the removal is in the format. My creatures that I had in my playable colors were just really weak, and I had no way to actually establish a board position through creatures, and I had a very slow clock and wasn't able to take advantage of my opponent stumbling. So I got run over by Boros. I played against a new Is It player who got me with Ralzeric. And I dropped from the tournament only to have Channel Fireball not drop me for two more rounds. So I played as much magic in the venue as I did for my hotel room, even after I had people go to the registration desk to say, listen, this person dropped, and then have them not drop me again. That's happened to you a couple times now, right? I feel like I heard the same kind of story about you were driving back through from Philadelphia or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, That wasn't at a Grand Prix, though. That was at, that was at a Star City. That did actually happen. Star City didn't drop us when we checked drop on the slip. And with all of the talk of ELO coming back, it it's really just, it's frustrating when things happen like that in tournaments. I got a notification from Top Deck that I was supposed to be playing for two rounds while I was in the hotel, and 
I know websites like the ELO project don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but I do enjoy seeing how I'm doing and taking an additional two losses that shouldn't have happened is mildly frustrating. So could it be that instead of checking drop, you're maybe just drawing a phallus on your match slip? Now, at least I didn't get disqualified for that. Do you want to explain that story to our <laughs> no, listeners? No, not at all. Uh, we're a legacy podcast, and I feel like we're kind of getting off track here. But all right. So how did your Grand Prix go? I went really shitty. I played against a good Boros deck round one, uh, a very good Boros deck round two. The person actually ended up going X1 on, on day one after starting O one. And then a bad Boros deck round three, which I still couldn't beat because I ended up decking myself before I could get enough board presence. I basically had like a Night Veil Predator, a couple Muse Drakes, and a couple one threes for my creature base, and it just wasn't enough to, to finish games. Yeah, I had two Muse Drakes, but I had no Watcher in the Mists and no Night Veil Predator. So my, my best creature was the 4-1 Flyer. They could return from the graveyard when you discard a creature. So I think our friend Adam did pretty well, right? Yeah, I don't know how he finished. I know that he had a good day one. My friend JT was very solidly going into day two. I don't think day two went great for him. Also, one of my friends who I play poker with, Ian Barber, had the feature draft in the second draft pod. He ended up finishing ninth, which was... A great performance, but still really, really tough to see somebody that you know finish in that spot. Was that the dude that had the Thousand Year Storm? I believe it was. We, we were watching it after uh, after we got my car at your house. Our friend there, uh, Mitchell, and I were watching it on the way uh, to Somerville. Then yes, it would be. Yeah. So yeah, we, we had a lot of fun at the Grand Prix, saw a lot of people. There were like 10 vendors there approximately, so that was great. It was pretty well attended Grand Prix, honestly, and it felt like a Grand Prix, unlike the last couple we've been to. That That is a true story. Yeah, so I would give it high marks in that regard. Everything is cheaper in Canada, even though it looks more expensive, so that's awesome. I had, had a good time. Seeing the conversion rate on your credit card after you've paid for things just makes you feel like you just got a, got a friends and family discount at the whole country. Yeah, it was really hard not to just buy cards when I realized that the prices that I was thinking of were actually reduced by 20%. It's almost like everything's permanently on sale, like a 20% off sale when you're looking at the vendors. And I'm glad that we took off early Sunday morning instead of me going to vend because I definitely would have come back maybe a few hundred dollars shorter. Maybe with a beta Vesuvian doppelganger and Gauntlet of Might like our friend Steven? I'm off that set game, bro. He's he's deep into it. He will have a set of beta soon enough. Yeah, those were some nice looking cards too, and he got confirmed good deals on them. There were a lot of good deals on Alpha, and even some some reasonably priced unlimited power I saw, but whatever. I actually opened a couple Assassin's trophies that I wasn't able to vent, and based on what we're seeing this weekend, I guess I'll have time to vend it still because it's definitely showing up in Legacy. Yeah, and I think the main driver of the price for the next year or so is going to be standard. So it's its price isn't really well established and it won't be until after the Pro Tour. I don't think that's true, man. I think it's modern. 
through and through. Like, look at a card like Collective Brutality, right? Like, that card, yeah, it was not in a fall set, so the supply was shorter. But it's also not a four of, the way that people are talking about Assassin's Trophy and Modern. And it always held, like, a reasonable price point. And a lot of the people that I'm talking to that want to buy copies of Assassin's Trophy want them for Modern, not Standard. Yeah, but Standard is going to be the main contributor to the price. If it doesn't perform well in standard, the modern demand isn't going to be able to satiate the price. You don't think that the modern demand is larger than the standard demand? No. Really? Oh, man, why are we doing the finance next week? <laughs> we can we can talk about that. There's way more to talk about than the finance side of Legacy when we talk about next week. Get ready, everybody. Reserve this show. <sighs> All right, so... Star City, they were in Columbus this weekend for like a team, I believe it was team non-unified modern constructed. Does that sound right? Uh, No, it was just team constructed, standard modern legacy. Oh, okay, cool. So they had a legacy classic on Sunday, but I guess they also had legacy decks in the main event, right? They did. The legacy decks in the main event were kind of boring, except... Jody Keith finishing second with 12 post. Everything else was kind of standard. There was a Grixis Control in first, a Grixis Delver in third, a Death and Taxes deck in fourth, the Mono Red Blood Moon deck in fifth, fucking Aggro Loam, not punishing Abzan, in sixth place. So it is at this point in our cast, we lost everything that we talked about from here on. The summation was how well Miracles was doing online, how Death Shadow seemed to completely disappear in all of the events metagames, and how Combo is starting to make a comeback with Death Shadow being pushed to the bottom by the control decks. So we really hope that you stay with us next week, where we bring the fire and talk about the reserved list. Until next week. <laughs>